Hi, I'm Carmen, one third of the Morning Cruise. Chances are, if you're listening to this podcast, you're a listener to the Morning Cruise on the Joy FM. Welcome to my first episode of Off Air with Carmen. Ah! There's nothing I love more than making a cup of coffee, curling up on my couch, and having a great conversation with a friend. That's life giving to me. I'd been kicking around starting a podcast for a few years, and last fall, I decided to just do it. My girlfriend Becca was on her way over for a visit, and I literally texted her when she was an hour out and said, You're going to be my first guest on my new podcast. My yet to be named podcast. Don't even know when it's going to start podcast, but you're my first guest. Y'all, that's pretty much how I do life. I jump in and then figure it out as I go. Thankfully, Becca said yes, and my first episode was recorded. Many of you will know this already, but Becca is married to Josh Wilson, who is one of our favorite artists that we play on the Joy FM. They have one son, Asher, who is just a delight. All right, welcome to 2020, and welcome to the first episode of Off Air with Carmen. But, of course, the first episode is going to come with a couple of warnings. Becca and I do tell a story towards the end that has never made it to the air. Let's just say this incident took our friendship to the next level. But that's not all. Becca tells her most embarrassing moment. Sweet Becca, you have to know Becca. This is one of the best stories I have ever heard. Here's my conversation with Becca. Okay, we're gonna get started. Okay. So this is crazy. I'm so excited. Becca. I, I, hi. Hi. Hello. This is, this is a first. Me too. For both of us. Yeah. This is the first time I've ever recorded a quote unquote podcast. Yes. It's what all the cool kids are doing. Mm-hmm. You're very cool. Well, I don't know about yeah. that. I've been thinking about doing a podcast for a long time, mainly because, I mean, we've, we have a friend group. We have a group text. Yes. But whenever we get together, we just always have such great conversations and Mm -hmm. so many fears are shared but so much wisdom is shared and just wrestling I can think about so many times that me you and our girlfriend Lindsay have sat on your back porch yeah and just wrestled through things Mm -hmm. so to be able just Mm -hmm. to sit down with a girlfriend and have conversations just about life Mm -hmm. and my heart is for women because I do think it's tough being a woman Mm -hmm. in today's world so much um I've thought about um and I've said this on air before, but I've, I've thought about the fact that we live in a culture. On one hand, we've got the Me Too movement. And then on the other hand, we've got um, Fifty Shades of Grey. Totally. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And those are just in conflict yes. with one another. Right. So, um, but we won't start there. We won't jump into the deep end just yet. So you just got here. Yeah. And you and your family are at Disney. Yeah. We Tell got here it. two days. We got to Florida, I guess now, three days ago. And we got to do two parks. We did Hollywood Studios and Magic Kingdom. Yeah. And it was magical. It really was so magical. And we had just the best time. We just did it. We we were really, Josh and I were really proud of ourselves for like, we did everything. Yeah. I don't, I can't think of a thing we didn't and get to do. Asher's three. He'll be he's four three. in November. Mm-hmm. He's almost four. So, he's big. And I love that you did it at a time that he'll be able to remember. I know. Because a lot of times you spend all that money. Oh, truly. And they're two and they don't remember. I know. I think he's, everyone had told me before we came that he's at the perfect age um, to start coming. Mm-hmm. And I really feel so grateful. I mean, on one hand, Josh always says, so what? We don't do anything fun before they can remember. And yeah. I'm like, well, yeah. true. <laughs> um, but truly, I do think he'll remember. And and yet there's still so little that it's all 
magical and very real. It's all very real, you know. And yeah. so um, he loves Darth Vader, but then he saw Darth Vader in the flesh and didn't like want to get too close. But um, we did end up getting to meet him later, but he didn't want to do like the Jedi training yeah. because there was Darth Vader. Now, where does smoke. Darth Vader rate against Spider-Man? Because Spider-Man... Yeah, Spider-Man wins okay. for sure. Still. He loves okay. Spider-Man and he'll sing every word. He's so musical yeah. and he sings every word to Spider-Man. Love it. Yeah. Well, let's go back two years when you were here because we've been friends for 10 years. Yeah. And we tease here at the station and then we also tease at home. My girls, they love you. Like love Becca is girls. the standard. No, but I we <laughs> we tease because you just have such a bubbly personality mm. and we tease all the time that Becca's never sinned. <laughs> Which you, is you, not true. Yeah, but it does feel mm. that way. Um, just because you are so sweet. You're so sweet mm. and you're so giving and you're always energetic and upbeat. And when you were here two years ago, mm. I was really concerned for you because you were not doing well. You had yeah. some health problems. Yes. And you were struggling and here you are you have goodness Asher would have been he was a year and a, a half. year and a half 18 mm-hmm. months old at yeah. that time yeah so just kind of walk us through as a you know just yeah. as a believer and it was a prolonged thing it, it wasn't was. something that you just had the flu right it it was it happened for a while just yeah. talk about that well so um Asher was almost a year old and I could tell that I was just having some weird things uh, with GI issues mm-hmm. without going into detail. Yeah, yeah. And I kind of brushed it off because when it comes to all that stuff, you know, we all don't really want to talk about it. Mm-hmm. And um, it just continually got worse. And my dad and my, so my grandmother is deceased, but um, she and my dad, who's thankfully still wonderfully here and living, mm-hmm. had ulcerative colitis. Mm-hmm. And so that was always in the back of my mind. Ulcerative colitis is in the um, internal bowel disease mm-hmm. uh, family. Like there's Crohn's and then there's UC ulcerative colitis. And um, so that was always in the back of my mind, but it wasn't like all the time. And again, I just brushed it off. And, you know, post-baby, there's Mm -hmm. lots of stuff that could be happening. So I just tried not to let my mind go there. On top of the fact that my primary doctor didn't seem super urgent about stuff, but it just kept getting worse. And I was visiting my family the following spring, like April, I think. And um, my dad, I, I had not told my dad, and I told him all the issues I was having. And he, of course, got so worried and concerned um, because bless his heart, he like had a very bad onset when he was young, had to be hospitalized and um, mine had not gotten to that extreme, but I was certainly on my way there. And, um, but then it was, I got a, I had a colonoscopy and things were on the minor side. And so they just prescribed me a certain medication Um, but then it kept getting worse. And when I came to see you, Mm -hmm. I also was having some crazy like sinus problems Mm -hmm. alongside it. I think what I really think was happening was that my whole body was just inflamed. Everything was shutting. I mean, not shutting down, but just, I think my sinus was a symptom of my 
stomach. I think just everything was yeah. just on fire inside. And, and it just was so not like you because yeah. you're Miss Bubbly. And it and it lasted for a while. It How long did. were you sick? Well, before we officially diagnosed it, I was sick for over a year. Yeah. Um, and I was losing weight, which at first I was great with because mm-hmm. I was post-baby. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is awesome. And um, But then it started to get scary along with all the other symptoms I was feeling. And um, just crumbling and there was it even got to a point it was after we were here with y'all Josh was supposed to play a benefit um in Texas that a bunch of artists were playing at and praise the lord the precious guy that was promoting that show totally understood um and Josh I mean I was like telling him babe you should go this you should go do this benefit it's a wonderful cause it's a you know a great thing and he put pushed pause for me. Mm-hmm. You know, he said, Nope, I'm staying. You've got to get better. And um and and not just obviously we knew getting better wasn't going to happen quickly, but we had to figure something out what was going on. Yeah. So many folks that deal with this stuff have it way worse than I did and have to be hospitalized and have to go through lots more uh, a lot more procedures and stuff. So m- relatively speaking, mine, I think, was more of a minor onset yeah. of it all. But, but to go over a year, that's yeah, a long just time. Just that chronic, I had never yeah. experienced that chronic. Um, With an 18-month-old. Yeah, who's never loved sleeping. Yes. Never. Yeah. And so what would you say, what do you feel like? Because I feel like even though the valleys are hard, that's where we learn a lot yeah. about the Lord mm-hmm. and just his constantness and his companionship. Mm-hmm. What would you say that you learned in the valley while you were sick? I think surrender is a word that has become our theme. I think both mine and Josh's these last couple of years of uh, you are not in control mm-hmm. and you mind over matter only can last so long. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm very much like, it's going to be great. It's fine. Um, push Pep through talk ourselves oh, out yeah, of it. Yeah. so much and um, surrendering and, and saying, I do need help. Um, also on not a spiritual side, but just in a health, you know, on the health side of things through all of this, I've learned I have to be my own advocate for mm-hmm. my health. And, you know, I wasn't getting all the answers that I was, that were helping at first. And I kind of had to go on a longer journey and, and thankfully, um, and I'm in such a better place now when it comes to all of that. And I praise Jesus for that. I also praise Jesus for smart people who made medicine Yeah, because <laughs> I had to take medicine every day. But yeah, I think just surrendering and saying, Becca, you can't fix this and mm-hmm. you can't you can't mind over matter this and you need to ask for help. And there's been since this, um, a few seasons where we've just, I've learned to ask for help and it's not always an easy thing. I want to stay with the hard just a little bit longer because I think it it would probably have been that summer after you were sick during all that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, yours and Josh's, some of y'all's best friends, Nathan and Meg, Mm -hmm. Um, we're expecting a baby girl mm-hmm. and Meg had a baby. Yes. And passed away and went home. Yeah. With Jesus on the day. Yeah. That she gave birth. I think it was six hours after she Ugh. had Eileen. Yeah. Um, so tell us about Meg. I'd met her once at your yeah, house. Yeah. But I just remember just, it just, that felt like a season mm-hmm. that just, there was, was there ever going to be light? At the end of the tunnel again. So tell us about Meg. Yes. Well, and I will say 
Nathan was, I knew Nathan better because we were on the road with Nathan full time. That yeah. is her husband. And uh, today is September 9th when we're recording this. Mm-hmm. And today's Nathan's birthday. Oh, yeah. I just got chills. I know. Oh, um, wow. He's so great. I was not close, close with Meg, but um, close with him, her, Nathan and Meg. And um, first of all, they were the cutest couple ever. They just doted on each other and they they adored one another. I've, I've never met a husband that doted on his wife and adored his wife as much as Nathan adored Meg. Um, Meg was a rock. She was super wise. She had just a peace about her. Um, but I, I always, and since I've, um, since everything's happened and I've grown to know her family more, just more and more, I've realized what a woman of conviction she was. And I knew that about her. Then I loved talking with her because here's this just like precious, angelic. I mean, if anyone could rock a fashion trend, it was Meg Johnson. I would always see a cute, you know, something. And I'd be like, I could never pull that off, but Meg Johnson could just gorgeous, um, precious woman. Um, but then you talk with her and you'd realize, oh man, this girl is a strong, um, darling, uh, precious woman of conviction who loved Jesus so much. Mm. Um, Meg, before she died, I think it was, um, seven years before she died. Meg was, um, the recipient recipient of a heart transplant she had come down with um it's basically the flu in your heart Mm -hmm. um when she was a teenager and uh just battled sickness for a long time and miraculously was the recipient of a heart transplant. Um, and this was literally, I think just months before her and Nathan met, did she receive her new heart? And, um, we all just praise the Lord for those seven years that God gave Meg. Um, and she, of course, then she, and, um, Nathan wanted to start a family, but she wanted to get the clear from all of her doctors because Mm -hmm. that is, I think, a very scary thing um, when you're a heart transplant survivor. But all her doctors gave her the clear. And she had, it was a rocky pregnancy because um, her body just isn't as strong. Mm -hmm. But um, she was able to do it. She was doing fine. She was about two days or three days before her due date that she was showing all the good signs that Eileen was getting ready to come along. Um, and they decided because her heart, they could tell was having a little bit of a hard time. They decided to, um, induce her and everything went great. Everything went perfectly. Her heart did wonderfully during the delivery. Um, and her mom is always quick to tell people that it was not her heart. heart, Um, and, uh, this is why in 20, this was 2017. Why in 2017, this is still possible. I don't know. But, um, what happened was, um, they didn't know, uh, but Meg had gotten too much amniotic fluid in her bloodstream. Mm-hmm. And, um, they didn't know that though. I think it's something maybe you don't know that happens. I, I'm not totally sure about it. But um, she had Eileen. It was like peaceful and beautiful. She fed Eileen with a bottle because she'd already decided not to nurse because mm-hmm. of some meds she was on. Um, people had already gone home because it was the middle of the night. And then um, 
from what I understand, Meg had what looked like seizures and, um, and, and then the Lord took her home. Uh, Mm. and sweet Nathan just, um, I had no idea what we were going to enter into when we went up to the hospital that day. And, um, all he was doing was saying, God is good. Mm. God is good. And her mama was just saying, guys, this isn't Meg. God is good. He has her. Yeah. Um, and they are, uh, her family continues to, um, trust in the Lord and know that she is healed and she is whole. And this is probably the hardest thing I've witnessed. Um, because I don't understand. I don't understand why Nathan has to be a single dad and he is doing the best he knows how I know he is. Um, I don't understand. It's just really hard. Um, but Eileen, they didn't even know this when they named her, mm-hmm. but um, a definition you'll find of Eileen, they just thought it was kind of a name they came up or like put together. They'd heard of it means sunshine. Oh, wow. And she is sunshine and yeah. she is She's beautiful. Oh, She's I mean, she so, is her mom. Yes. She looks just, just like, like her, her mom. Just like her. And, um, Praise the Lord. Nathan's parents live in town and they are with her like every day yeah. uh, helping Nate because Nate's still, so Nate's a traveling musician and um, that's his, that's his passion. It's what he's so made for, for. And, um, and so that allows him to go on the road when he needs to. And then Eileen goes and sees her grandparents, Meg's parents yeah. in St. Louis a lot too. And I can remember when all that happened and I just remember Josh yeah. starting the GoFundMe yeah. because Nathan was, he's a, he's, that's how he makes his money is right. playing, you know, playing on the road. Yeah. And just, I can even remember texting back and forth with you and Josh. And I think, actually, I think our girls might have even helped with the GoFundMe yes, page a little bit. Yeah, Haley was so because, helpful. And the reason yes. that they did is because I think Josh set the goal. Yeah. And it was hit it in was like hours. Crazy. And then Josh is texting and he's like, how high do you think I should go? And crazy. we just kept moving it, moving I it. I know. Yes, and that, that was. And that is the faithfulness it, of the Lord. And it, and not to make this no, about no, no, no. money, but when, when tragedy like mm. this happens and you can't reconcile it and you don't have a compartment yeah. for it, you do look for places where the Lord is faithful. Truly. And just the way people came out and oh, surrounded me well, and that sweet baby. And you see, I kept saying, God, you are so kind in providing people with the right uh like the right resources because I don't know a thing about finances, but here was, um, this precious gal that, um, Nate and Meg are really close with, um, Michelle is her name and she worked with Meg Mm. and she knew about all of the, just the ins and outs of what they needed to do with the bills and all of that. And, and then, I mean, these, this, um, it's called mom's on call. It's a book and you can follow the schedule when you have a newborn baby and they'll have like a zero to three month schedule. And if there's a book they have out to help, they sent out a representative to come and like teach Nathan and um, his mom and mother-in-law. And was it, didn't like pampers come through with diapers? formula formula, was donated. It was really incredible. Beautiful. And you know, I, I remember like, I remember the goal being hit and we were just like dumbfounded with people's generosity but then like walking up to the house and how all of that like excitement 
and you know you're so yeah. grateful kind of just like disappearing because right. you're walking into just sadness but devastation I'm, I I think I always say this and I tell Josh this all the time like how how are we able to hold both the like joy and, yeah. and here's Eileen here is this beauty and yet this grief, Sorry. like how are, yes. it's, it is, it's, we don't have a car compartment don't, for it. Because, and I've thought about that so much because yeah. here you go to where Meg is buried. Yes. And you've got her dates and the dash in between. Yes. But yet when you see the date that she passed. Right. That's Eileen's birthday. And I think about that when it's Eileen's birthday. I know. The family is looking at it as the anniversary. So it is, it is, a, it is a place where we don't. We can feel it. Yeah. But it's hard to put words to it, but where you can hold mm-hmm. such sorrow, but yeah. such joy. Truly. All at the same time. When I went into um, Eileen's room for the first time after Meg had passed, um, I, you know, you're like opening the drawers and you see. And I mean, I had only been a mom for about a year and a half. So like I can still remember getting ready and just mm-hmm. the anticipation of that first baby. And you just get everything so perfect. Yeah. And I mean, you're opening the drawers and it's all like just folded so neatly and everything so beautiful and precious. And I mean, looked like it came out of a magazine because that's she, Meg. She prepped everything. Yes. And there's this little strip of paper. Um on one of the shelves and it's that verse and I'm terrible. I can't tell you it's from Isaiah 50 something. (laughs) See, I am doing a new thing. I'm making streams out of the desert Mm -hmm. and I can't tell you what the rest of it says, but, um, I just, a dear, a friend of mine just posted that verse and I said, this is the verse they have in Eileen's room that Meg had had. She had gotten it at like a conference and she had held on to it and she had placed it on that shelf. Mm. And I said, this is what I'm holding on to for these guys. I'm holding on that one day we will see streams, streams from the desert. the desert. And I still do. Mm. I still hold on to it for them and I pray for it for them. And they see some of those streams with beautiful Eileen. Yeah. Mm. Um, but I think there's still a lot of heartbreak and yeah. and wise and yeah. um it will be a, a forever road mm. until the other side of heaven I yeah. think so, so if you haven't read have you read 1000 gifts by mm-hmm. Ann Voskamp I've read most of it yeah well I'm in it I'm probably about five chapters in maybe and it's so needed for me because she's hitting on that like how do you hold joy and sorrow mm. at the same time and I mean she's it seems like she's been through a whole lot and she talks about this word Eucharisteo. I'm again, not a biblical scholar, so I don't know if I'm saying it right. I would imagine it's from like the Eucharist. Yes. And the three words, the three English words are thanksgiving, Mm -hmm. grace, and joy. Mm. And how do we get that abundant life? Like where do we reach it? And, um, and even in these dark, you know, when times when you're like, why, 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 or how, or where is God in these moments? Like he gives us that. And, and by expressing Thanksgiving, it's our yes to his grace. Mm. And she always talks about how Thanksgiving precedes the miracle. Um, you know, so when we are asking God for something, we, 
we thank God for what he's given us. And, um, and so I'm grateful for this time for this book, because I think so often when there's sorrowful times, I, I have a hard time being thankful or I feel bad for Mm -hmm. having joy about something Mm -hmm. or whatever. And she says, we don't, we don't rescue the sorrow by being more sorrowful. Like that's not how we can redeem that. Ooh, we, that's good. Yeah. We rescue the sorrow by being more sorrowful. Mm-hmm. And I'm, she might say it differently, but it's something like that. And, and I, I think we just, um, my mother-in-law had this sign in her kitchen for the longest time where it says there's always something to be thankful for. And, you know, I think, Sometimes it's really hard to find those things that are, you know, to be thankful for. But, um, you know, with my sweet son who is full of joy and life and um, when we've had those dark, hard, harder moments in the last few years, um, you know, he will sing to me, God is so good. Mm. Or, you know, I just I have to look at those little things and say, God, this is a picture of your grace. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to say thank you for this and, mm. and keep going. That's so, good. so, well, I want to talk about someone else totally near yeah. to you and Josh. <laughs> See, this is why I wanted to talk to you it. because there's it. just there's so much. It's so rich. So many things. This past summer, you and I were sitting down. Uh, at a coffee shop. I don't know if it's a coffee shop or we, we had two or three places. We, yeah, we, we just kind of did the tribe. We had a progressive lunch. <laughs> and I remember you talking about Jay. Yeah. And it was the first time that I'd heard your, mm. um, just your plan for him, mm. what God had called y'all to do with Jay. Mm. And I just remember looking at you and being so proud mm, and just so going, sweet. oh, there's a call on yours and Josh's mm. life. Mm-hmm. There's so much rich richness. Like people obviously know Josh from us playing his songs on the radio, but that's just like that's just a tip of yeah. y'all's ministry and the Young mm-hmm. Life camps. And but tell everyone about Jay yeah. and how precious he is. He is precious. Um, okay, we moved into our house in October of 2010, and I the sold sign is still in the yard, and I'm pulling in, and I see a man on a bicycle riding in and I think okay and um, our, we park yeah. in the driveway so yeah. I'm like you know what if anything happens everyone will see so I open my door and I just say hello hello uh-huh. I wanted to meet the new neighbors he kind of talks a little bit like Forrest Gump a little bit and um you know quickly realized okay he's harmless he's not gonna hurt me um and I get to know him and I learn his name is Jay and Jay has autism and cerebral problems cerebral palsy and he lives around the corner from us and he might as well be the mayor of South Nashville <laughs> because I don't know a person that doesn't know Jay yeah. and um, he is my age so I say he's my brother my twin brother he, he's about to turn 31 and uh, he and his mom live around the corner from us and gosh they are a movie they are a movie I want somebody to make a movie about them because <laughs> she talk about a, a, an amazing story she's she, she's the hero the superhero yeah. she was a NICU nurse mm-hmm. and Jay was um, an abandoned baby and um, I think very preemie I don't know exactly what how old um, and she fell in love with him and it came time for him to leave the hospital and no one was coming forward to adopt him and mm. she took him home mm. and um, they again they live in our neighborhood and um, really don't have any support system mm-hmm. 
Um, and it was through Jay that I learned I had never really been involved with Young Life before, but I at uh, Young Life has a huge presence in Nashville and uh, had no clue about their ministry called Young Life Capernaum, Capernaum. Yeah. which is for students with disabilities, with mm-hmm. special, special needs. needs. It's because of Jay. Mm-hmm. One, that we got involved in Young Life Capernaum, but two, that uh, it was because uh, my friend Suzanne met who lives around the corner from us too met Jay and a couple other people and realized there was a need for it in Nashville. So um Young Life Capernaum exists partially because Jay uh made his presence known mm-hmm. in her yard as well. And <laughs> <laughs> but he um talk about Jay, like yeah, about the gadgets. Yeah. So and, he processed yeah. everything tech I, yeah. I guess the word is technologically. Like okay. um and everything, everybody's a gadget. And uh-huh. he kind of refers to us as uh, what functions we play. Okay. Or, or he calls me the Becca bot. Uh, the Becca bot. Okay. <laughs> and Josh is the fuzzy gadget. Okay. And Asher's the, the little gadget. Okay. And, so is Josh um, the fuzzy gadget because, because of his of the beard? beard. Okay. Yep. But his mom's the fuzzy gadget too. Oh, God. She has- <laughs> We don't want to. We don't want to ask know, the why no, behind no, no, that no. one. Well, she's just got, okay, I guess, her hair. hair. Okay, yeah, got she it. has no facial hair. She's beautiful. Yes. Um, and they, he has changed our world for sure. Mm. Um, Josh and I always, I think the Lord just obviously he gives us all hearts for the things that he's going to call us to, mm. and um, I just think some people are. Um, more comfortable around people with special needs. They're they're a little more at ease. And that's just totally, I think some people are and some people are not. And Josh and I are. Um, the Lord has just given us a heart for people with special needs. And um, it's just precious that God has given us Jay. Um, Jay, yeah, he loves gadgets. Like one time I we were in our backyard and Josh was working on his Apple computer and Jay rolls back there and visits with us and I'm cutting an apple and I said, Jay, do you want an apple? And he said, the only apple I'm interested in is that one. And he meant Josh's computer and he loves bikes and yes. y'all, he's brilliant. Yeah. I mean, he legit, I'm and that's my goal this fall is to find him like a job that actually uses his amazing gifts because like the other day he fixed our vacuum cleaner wow we had it by the trash can wow. and uh, he was called us so proud because he had got it he had fixed it oh my goodness um, so and bless him I'm not technological <laughs> and so oh I'll try to hold conversations with him and I feel so bad because I don't know I mean he his like he knows yeah. so much more than I do about all that stuff mm. um and it's so precious um because so Jay and his mom, again, don't really have a support system. And the last couple years, um, his mom's felt health has gotten more fragile. And, um, and again, the way God provides people with different resources in the right time is just precious because, um, and let me just stop you right there because I want to set this, set this up for about what, what you're about to say. So here we are sitting at the table. Yeah. Asher's three. Yes. And I asked the question that all the girlfriends are asking is like, so are you starting to think about number two? Right. And you shake your head no. And you're like, I don't, I think we're called to Jay. Yeah. 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 I mean, we, we are still so open handed. Actually, Josh and I kind of dreamed when, before we had Asher, we thought, well, maybe one day we'll have one if we're able and adopt one. So Mm -hmm. have and adopt one of both. And, um, and 
One, because I've mentioned my health, um, people that have my diagnosis have babies all the time. I could totally try, Mm -hmm. but it is, I mean, it, it suppresses my immune system big time and then pregnancy suppresses your immune system. So who knows what Mm -hmm. having another, uh, biologically would look like Mm -hmm. for me, but that, that is not really the main reason. Um, so the last couple years, it's been so evident, um, that Jay is in our life for a number of reasons, but one of the reasons is for us to truly alongside a couple of our, a few of our friends be his advocate. Mm. Um, his mom really had no clue what was ahead, um, for his future when, when she's no longer with him. Um, and, uh, because there's not really a support system, we, no one knows, no one knew what would happen. And, um, and, Josh and I, along with two other couples um, that live in our neighborhood and know and love Jay so well, um, have kind of come together as Team Jay. Um, Mm. And in fact, this is really amazing. Uh, Both those couples are, their last names are Williams. And Jay's last name is Williams. Mm-hmm. And my mom's maiden name is Williams. Williams. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so where our text thread says so many Williams. <laughs> <laughs> That's um, awesome. But it's just precious. So one of the couples, Suzanne, yeah. is um, she is on staff with Young Life Capernaum. Um, the other couple, Joseph, his sister is an adult with special needs. So they've walked this road with his, with his sister, they're attorneys. So they know all the legal stuff that we need to do what we have done and what we need to do ahead. And Josh and I just love Jay. Yeah, <laughs> Josh can talk tech with yes. him. That helps. Yep. That yep. helps yep. that Josh yep. can talk tech with him. And I love how... I mean, y'all are like family. Oh like, man, you he's talk at our very direct to him. Oh and, yes. yeah, and yeah. He's, That's something I've yeah. also learned. Um, like in a loving way. In a loving way. Yeah, but yeah. you don't you don't treat him differently, which mm-hmm. is what I like. Yeah. it's like he is. He he's totally part of the family, is. and yeah. he knows it. And what's so sweet is that I think that another just beautiful thing is God has taught us Jay's language. I think, yeah. and Jay also. like we've got our his number and he's got ours Mm -hmm. and so um whereas I think sometimes other people can't quite connect with him um I think the six of us uh and even Asher is learning his language too (laughs) (laughs) um we can connect with him when sometimes other people can't um and then it's precious because me and his mom can talk about it. Like, oh, yeah, I totally get it. You know, we can mm-hmm. we can relate with her when maybe some other folks can't. And um, and so, yeah, so Josh and I just have really come to a place where we don't yet feel like we're just saying, yep, we're only having Asher. But this is um, I've said this to you. I think I told mm-hmm. you this like I I've never been more clear about what God is calling me to besides marrying Josh mm. than being there for Jay. Wow. Um, mm. And it's scary mm-hmm. because we have no clue what the road ahead looks like. Um, there's not a ton of great things in place in our state uh, yet for people with special needs. Um, but it's happening and our friend works for the governor, <laughs> our friend that, uh, is on team J. And so yeah. he's going to make some things happen. And, um, 
And all of that, like, that is not coincidental. No. That is all the Lord, what the Lord ordains, he makes a way for. He truly does. And it's so humbling. Yeah. It's so humbling to be like, God, this was not my doing. It was not my doing. It's my doing to to say yes to mm-hmm. you for sure. Um, but it truly is something he has plopped right in front of our face. And it's like, hello, you wanted to, you feel called to spe- people mm-hmm. with special needs? Like, here you go. <laughs> and, oh, you wanted to serve your neighbors? Like, you know, love your neighbor as yourself? Like, here mm-hmm. you go. And, oh my gosh, just the other day, two days ago, we weren't home. But um, what's so beautiful is just to see the church come together when, I mean, Jay literally has been turned away from church. He has, Mm. he has been told you can't come back Mm. here and to see the church come around these two people. Um, when a lot of other people have pushed them away Mm. is just heavenly. It's a glimpse of heaven. Um, our friend, they had a lot of, we've had a lot of storms and there were a lot of branches all over their yard. And, um, and one of the other couples said, hey, guys, we really need to, they need a lot of work done. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were out there, All Jay and Brenda were out there trying to do it themselves. And um, I saw our other neighbor who, uh, alongside our friend Christopher, they got a bunch of people from all different circles were in their yard, like picking up. And up. I just, when I saw Paul's post, I just started crying and mm-hmm. I just thanked them so much because... Like we're not alone. We need each other. They, it's just precious. Jay, Jay has taught me, um, what community is supposed to be and, and what the church is supposed to be truly. Yeah. Mm. So, um, and then, yeah, yeah. It's so I want to ask you this question cause you talked about how you were scared that you don't know what the future holds, <laughs> Yeah, but I think, <laughs> we've heard this our whole lives do it afraid do it afraid so what would you like speak into that when you're fearful Mm. what does that look like for Becca I mean do you do you pray through it do you yes I think again surrendering yeah and do not worry about tomorrow you know and and um I'm plugging my husband. There's a phrase that says, don't borrow borrow trouble. And he wrote a song called Don't Borrow. Like, truly, we can't worry. Jesus said, do not worry about tomorrow. Um, And he provides. He so provides. And and I think... I, I think I just have to rest in that and surrendering to him. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I, I can tend to worry about Asher so much. Hello, being a mama and a first time mama. I I can worry so much. I And then I go back to that, like for this boy, I prayed mm-hmm. like, God, you gave me this boy. Like I give him to you. I think about you know, Hannah giving God Samuel, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was Samuel, right? Mm-hmm. And, um, <laughs> And then I think about um, Abraham and Isaac, like, yeah, God have him, like, whatever it is. And just knowing he's in control, I have yeah. to rest in that. And that nothing will separate us from his love. Right. I think so often I get so freaked out by the news and, and I have to read, is it in Romans? Just nothing will separate us from the love Neither of Christ. Neither heights, nor depths, mm-hmm. nor 
any principalities. Things. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll put all the uh, scriptures the that we reference, but we know it's there, on. and we have the it's general there. idea. <laughs> we know what it means. <laughs> all right, we're gonna we're gonna end on a very funny. Okay, thanks. and this is probably one of my favorite I'm stories, so Carmen and Becca stories. Let's do it. You saved me. You <laughs> saved my tushy, literally. <laughs> this is why we're gonna call this. This is my very first podcast. Okay, this is why we're gonna call it Off Air with Carmen. Okay, because can I tell a story too after this? Yeah, I've never totally. Been able, I've never felt comfortable t- telling it on air. Oh, okay. Do so, you want to tell yours first? W- wait, yeah, let's do it. And then you okay. end with the tush because it's all in the same vein. Okay. A little, let's do it. <laughs> if it's off air. This is off so air. So this is my most embarrassing moment that we oh, I don't think yes! ever told. Are you talking about when you were at the house? Yeah, in oh, the plumber. Yes. Because I yes, don't think we've it. ever told it. So we just, speaking of meeting Jay right after we moved in the house, probably the same day, <laughs> we had this plumber working on our house and his name was Steve. And he's just this <laughs> precious, good old boy, sweet man, Steve. And he um, was, Josh could tell you exactly what he was doing, but he was like, heating he had our pipes open in our basement and he had a heating gun and he was trying to like move a pipe that's all I could tell you what he was doing so Josh isn't home yet sorry just bumped the mic um Josh isn't home I get home and okay off air guys Josh and I always say your bodies kind of have GPS when you have to go number two you know, like once you get home, you got to go. Right, right. And it's like your body like, no. Yes, so yes. I went downstairs. I said uh-huh. hello to Steve. Um, and then I go upstairs. Steve has not told me anything. He has not warned me. He has not given me any instructions. <laughs> and I go to the bathroom and I have to go number two. And I do. And I flush. <laughs> And then I hear, Becca, you can't flush the toilet. <laughs> and I die. I die. Oh, and I made you want to go number two again. Run downstairs. <laughs> oh my and gosh. he, praise the Lord, heard me flush, flush. so that I didn't electrocute the man. <laughs> he unplugged his heating gun before it made it down there. Uh, and there's my stuff. <laughs> right there. Right there. And Steve is wet. Uh, uh, is this too much? Is this TMI? I, I don't this. know. I can't, I can't wait to make uh, Bill Martin listen to this because he hates this kind of talk. Anything bodily okay. function, he can't take. Well, here's so tell the me kicker. more. Here's yeah. the kicker. I'm dying. I like want to just give Steve my life. And I'm just like, Steve, I'm so, so sorry. And he's trying to make me feel better. And he's like, oh, uh, it's okay, Beck. It kind of felt good. <laughs> Oh my gosh! So he's wet. He's wet, and, and there's your. We stuff. don't have a mop. Oh. We just moved into our house. We oh don't have Lord. a mop. And I run upstairs, oh. and there's Josh. Josh just got home, and I'm. <gasps> I, I just pooped on Steve. <laughs> and Josh is just like, oh my oh, gosh, oh Becca. And so then later, Steve goes and like helps our friends with their plumbing issues and he he i told them the story and then later we see him he becomes a family friend yeah oh well hey that's pretty connected what line yeah right, we've exactly. drawn the, we've you've, crossed the you've line. crossed them all and um and he said i hear you flush and tell <laughs> that's hilarious so, anyway oh my goodness there's my most embarrassing story that i've never told on air 
Well, it's perfect for here. There well, I'm not going to be. That one's the best story. We oh, probably should have ended no, on that just because it's hilarious. I don't know. But I will say this was several years ago. Yeah. More than several. This is way before Asher. Yes. Way before Asher. eight-ish Yeah, years eight years ago. ago. And yeah. we were, Josh was on tour. I think he yeah. was with Matthew. Yeah. And we were at a hotel because we were pretty much traveling the state, going to the different shows or what have you. I'm in my room. We're in a hotel room. The guys had already gone. Yes. They were at the, the venue. Becca and I were coming later. <clears throat> <laughs> and I remember being in the shower mm-hmm. and I was shaving my legs mm-hmm. and I would have to demonstrate how I did it. Yeah. But I'm basically shaving my legs and I'm taking the razor back to the shower to like rinse off the okay. razor. <laughs> and all I know is that once I did that one time to go back and rinse off the razor, I look down and y'all this is probably too much, but I what don't line? know we any other. It. Right, right. Yeah, I don't know any other way to describe it. But <laughs> it looks like a murder scene <laughs> in the shower. I mean, yes. there, I it, it, look, it was that bad. Well, well, I had sliced my hiney. Oh I don't know God. any other way to say it, but right. the razor, I just sliced it as yes. I'm rinsing it underneath the water. Yeah. I, I've sliced it, and it's pretty, like, Ugh. probably needed stitches. Yeah, oh, for real. So I am calling you <laughs> from my room, and I'm like, Becca, 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 I just sliced my hiney. Because I didn't have anything. Right. I didn't have Band-Aids, so no. you had to go to CVS Walgreens I somewhere. Did, I forgot. And you had to go get me, like, first aid. Yes. And then you're coming back, we're patching my butterfly, or, you know, butterfly in my booty <laughs> legit <laughs> legit 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 oh my goodness so I still laugh about that yeah. to this day so well and I think we were pretty new friends yeah but oh, you but saw my honey. We went to the next level. We went level. to the next level. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you're putting butterfly tape on yeah, my on booty, your booty, it's like, okay, we're lifers. Yes. We're lifers. I have loved this being. This is what this is how I envision it being. I'm we so hit thankful. on everything. Just to be able to share our faith, to be yeah. able to share our struggles, mm. to be able to wrestle through things. Yes. Um, and then just to laugh. I'm so, so grateful. This has been great. I love you. I love you. I love you, Becca Bot. I love you, Carmen. <laughs> Carmen gadget. Bot. Yeah, I got <laughs> The blonde gadget. Yes, the blonde. <laughs> Oh my word, don't you just love her? And that poop on the plumber story, oh, it's the best. Also want to say thank you to Becca's husband, Josh. The music you heard in the beginning and hearing right now is Dream Small from his Don't Look Back CD. So thank you, Josh, for letting us use that. Okay, the first one is in the books, the first podcast. Make sure you subscribe and I'll see you back here next week.